Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Thank you so much, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. I am your humble host, Rick Tittle, coming to you from the downtown San Francisco studios of the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I like Joey right there. Never really watched that show. I'm not a Friends hater, but for the people who say Friends is better than Seinfeld, shut up. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in and get heard, whatever you happen to be, whatever you're doing. <clears throat> the World Series gets underway, not today. We still have to uh, wait one more time, one more time, one more day <laughs> for that. But we can break it down. Actually, I got a lot of guests today. A lot of big old, big old, fat, juicy, sizzling, luscious guests. Uh, we'll start off. With an open segment, and then author Marcy Carricker Smothers from Nat Geo has a Disney book. Comedian Kurt Brownoller, actor as well. Ah, I just went through all that to get Steam Labs up and running on the Twitch, and then it crashed. And that's great. Um, Carmen Lynch in studio, comedian at the punchline. Carl Eller of the Purple People Leaders. If you're my age, you know what that is the book and the team. Hall of Famer, David Scott from Real Sports on HBO, and Jamel Hill, who Trump despises. Just thought I'd throw that in there. It's a badge of honor for her, I'm sure. But she has a new memoir called Uphill. And uh, we'll talk to uh, Jamel, of course, the uh, former ESPN personality and still a journalist as well. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. We are also on uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, Cable Radio Network Channel 2, and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at NetSpend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Pos. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. I think genius is a strong word, and um, it's also triggering, so I don't know if I should use that or not. Welcome back to the show, and uh, we have an open segment, and um, I believe, I guess we'll have another open segment in the next hour. But 
Uh, we are here for you to talk sports. And the great thing about these, I talk about it. Now, I'll talk about any sport you would like. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, quarter football, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. And as I mentioned, we got a pretty big show coming up. A couple of comedians, one in studio. We got an NFL Hall of Famer and Jamel, and Jamel Hill and Carl Eller. Maybe Jamel Hill will get in the NFL Hall of Fame, or I should say professional football Hall of Fame uh, at some point. So, <clears throat> you know, I've always uh, maintained that the NFL trade deadline is really not much because something never, things don't really ever happen. Right? I mean, what really happens? Not much. And, you know, it might be Trent Richardson from the Browns to the Colts. Okay. That's about it. But we've already had the Christian McCaffrey deal and a huge deal today in that Robert Quinn has been traded to the Eagles from the Pierce. And the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles have not been the talk of the NFL. Do people say, when you say who's the best team, do people say the Eagles? They'll say, well, they're the last ones to be undefeated. <clears throat> but they're not kidding around. Howie Roseman, you said Edelman. Uh, he comes over from the Bears for a fourth-round pick. Now, this is, I don't know where you stand with this. I remember one time we had a host here named uh, David Brody over 20 years ago. And we got in a discussion one time. There was a trade for a fourth-round pick. He's like, ooh, that's really high. And I said, a fourth-round pick is garbage. What are you talking about? For an established player? Are you goes, what are you kidding? A fourth-round pick? That's way up there. That's way up there? <laughs> fourth-round pick? You're literally going to be picking a guy when, like, 200 other guys, well, maybe not 200, 100 other guys had already been picked. So he's not even in the top 100, probably, unless it's early, right? And so, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Maybe you think, well, that's a lot. Is it a lot for a guy who's only 32 and last season had 18 and a half sacks and was all pro not just Pro Bowl. They give out Pro Bowls like they give out free samples at Costco. All pro. And this guy, when he came out of the Tar Heel program, first, he was a first-round pick of the Rams. And then, remember, he got traded to the Dolphins. He got traded to the Cowboys. And so then the Bears brought him in as a free agent. But here's the other thing. The Bears are paying the rest of his salary this year. The Bears will pay $7.1 million for him to play on the Eagles. Now, the Eagles take over $14 million next year and $13 million the year after that. <clears throat> so this is just a straight salary dump. The Eagles were looking at $34.1 million, million, and they said... We will pay 7.1 of it. You pay the rest. Now, Philly, the defensive ends, Brandon Graham and Josh Sweat. Isn't he a singer? Oh, wait, that's Keith Sweat. Now, those guys aren't bad, and they have five and a half sacks in six games. 
But, I mean, geez, Howie Roseman, this just shows that they're all in. Remember the Rams added Vaughn Miller last year at the trade deadline? It's pretty much the same kind of deal. Different position, as he's not an outside backer, but still, you talk about pass rusher, same position. So, Philly has a bye week. It's a perfect time to bring somebody in. And yes, you say, well, he's not a spring chicken. All pro last year. He's not 42, he's 32. And so, for the Bears, you say, well, that means that Dominic Robinson and Travis Gibson will be getting more time. Well, yeah. Is that what they wanted? But apparently the deal was it would have been a fifth rounder if the Bears weren't paying the rest of his salary. The Bears are currently in the top 10 in most available cap space. And so they're going to go with the younger guys. And for anyone who thinks, you know what, the uh, the Bears at this point, um, you know, they uh, they got some good young talent. They got to see who they got to see who the guy is. Now, this is a salary dump. Now, I think what's funny is some of the rumors that the Falcons were looking at Cleveland Furl. I'll now I'll give you I'll give you him for a fourth round pick. I will definitely. <laughs> what did I just say about fourth round picks? I would definitely uh, give you him. Uh, a rumor that the Panthers are shopping Shaq Thompson, and you'd think they'd want to hold on to their young building blocks, DJ Moore, Brian Burns, you know, that defense, but they've already been in pretty much sell mode. But here's the thing about Sha- uh, Shaq Thompson. He's got one more year, and then he'll be eligible for his fifth-year extension. Next year, he'll make $24 million, which might be too much for him. Remember the Bears drama with Roquan Smith, the linebacker, and he wrote this very eloquent social media paragraph about how much he loves the Bears, but he just he can't take it anymore, the disrespect and everything. And after all he's done, they're not offering anything. Well, he came back and he stayed, but he's only got one year left on his deal, so they're shopping him. We talked about how the Browns are trying to get rid of Kareem Hunt right now who led the NFL in rushing as a rookie. But he's got one year left, and it's the Nick Chubb show. They also like Ernest Johnson, which I think is great. But, you know, they're not going to the playoffs. And the Deshaun Watson gamble did not pay off this year. We'll see if it does in a minute. Um, I thought it was interesting. They said the Broncos are shopping Melvin Gordon. What, who wants Melvin Gordon? You know, he's in a walk year. You can just really wait for him to get cut. He's not going to add anything to your team this year, is he? Uh, another room. These are rumors now, a lot of times created by fans, teams, and the press, agents. <clears throat> but Brandon Cooks with the Texans to the pack. And also hearing rumors of Jerry Judy from the Broncos to the pack. They need wide receivers. There's no doubt. The Colts. No one's going to pick up Matt Ryan uh, and the money he's owed. But uh, Yannick and Kagawe, the Raiders last year, apparently they're shopping him. The Jags are shopping Marvin Jones, the running back. Um, rumors, these are just rumors now. The Chiefs looking at Cameron Jordan. 
perennial pro bowler to come in. He's with the Saints now. Um, and then I saw a rumor that the Raiders are shopping Jonathan Abram. The guy, the pick that was used to trade Amari Cooper, would I have rather kept Amari Cooper for a few more years or Jonathan Abram? Hmm, let me think about it. Uh, yes, I much rather would have kept Amari Cooper. He just can't be in their long-term plans. And I, I've said it before about Jonathan Abram. He should play outside linebacker. I know he's a little small, but he can't cover anybody. He has no idea. I think the Raiders just lo- fell in love with the fact that he knocks the snot out of you. But what does it matter if the guy runs right by you, right? All right, so we got some rumors. We'll keep an eye on it. But when we come back from the break, we're going to talk to Marcy Carricker Smothers right here on Sports Violin. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. 
Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Wow, I don't really know what that means, even though I wrote it and had Joni Carroll voice it. Welcome back uh, to the show. We'll bring in our guest here in uh, just a second. When we get her, we'll put her on. The uh, donkeys are heading to London, and apparently Russell Wilson said he worked out on the plane for four hours, and all I could think of was how much that bugged everybody around him. But at least the Broncos aren't flying in on a Friday like they did under Josh McDaniels or like the Packers did earlier this year. It's dumb. But I could just imagine him like jogging down the aisles or doing push-ups or whatever. Anyway, the Broncos bet big on Russell Wilson. It hasn't paid off yet. Seven games in, he's battled injuries, erratic passer ratings, the least efficient offense in the league, right? And the GM, George Patton, George S. Patton, he is not regretting giving him an extension of $245 million before he even took one snap. Not even one snap did he regret that. All right, we'll get back to that in just a minute, but we do have our guest with us, and it's author Marcy Carricker Smothers. Her new book, beautiful little coffee table book with great pictures from National Geographic, entitled 100 Disney Adventures of a Lifetime, Magical experiences from around the world. First of all, Marcy, the elephant in the room, any relation to Tommy? No. All right, we got that out of the way. Um, the <laughs> have you Well yes, but I don't want well yes, no, I just I I'm teasing. Yes, we were married. We have two great kids, but you know, we've been apart for many, many years. But yes, the big age difference, but yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well I if I knew that I actually wouldn't <laughs> if I knew that I don't think I would have brought it up. Uh, I was tongue in cheek. All right. Well, there, there you go. Um, so let's get to uh, Disney and everything about Disney and uh, all the different Disney lands and worlds around the world. What was the genesis behind this book? Well, I had just completed two books last year. I went to print in July, Walt's Disneyland, A Walk in the Park with Walt Disney, My Love Letter to Walt and His Original Magic Kingdom, and A Walt Disney World book for the 50th. And my editor said, hey, Nat Geo wants to write a book for the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company, which is next year, 2023. And they're going to do a book, 100 Disney Adventures of a Lifetime. Are you, do you want me to throw your hat in the ring? And believe it or not, I said no. Um, I couldn't imagine at that point going and doing it something so, again, but of course, you know, common wisdom prevailed. And the next day I was, you know, talking with my now editor, Allison Johnson, about the book. And we sort of started with 
what Nat Geo had done, their vetting, if you will, of the, the, the major people in the company, the cruise lines, the Disney Vacation Club, Adventures by Disney, the parks, asking them what they thought the bucket list items in their departments were. And that was probably around 40. And from there, I actually might have winnowed or influenced some of those. And then from there, I just started adding more and more and more, hoping to get sort of a broad swath across the world and also, very important to me, free things. I didn't want it just to be bucket list things. Absolutely not, because there had to be things, even free things you can do at home, that aren't even in the parks. There are those included. So I like to say that 100 Disney Adventures of a Lifetime is everything from achievable to aspirational. Very interesting. Um, I remember going to uh, Tivoli Gardens in Copenhagen. Well, I've been there many times. I have relatives in Denmark. But that that was one of the inspirations Walt Disney had. Is that true? Oh, yes, absolutely, because it was such a pristine, clean park, and that was very, very important to him, and he was just fascinated by it. And one of our adventures, actually, is an adventure by Disney Cruise that includes Tivoli Gardens, you know, and so I think that's, you know, there's all these ways that I tried to weave in Walt Disney anytime I could into into the book, including opportunities like that with Tivoli, because it was definitely a major influence for him. And then, um, you know, we always hear about these secret tunnels, like in Anaheim. Is that true, that Disney has all this? They do have them in Walt Disney World, yes. So they are underground, and a lot. the whole p- point of them was to Walt all along from the beginning, July 17th, 1955, when Disneyland opened. It's a show. You come through the turnstiles, and you are in the lobby. You see the marquees, the Mickey Mouse, the floral Mickey Mouse, and the train. And then you go, you know, go under, and you, it is showtime. You are part of a show. So the Utilidors, which is what they're called at Walt Disney World, were so that we don't have to see the trash being moved around. We don't have to see, you know, employee cast members moving from place to place so that the show is completely up there and everything below it that's not show or backstage is invisible. And there are some tours, including, I believe, Keys to the Kingdom at Walt Disney World that allow the guests to go backstage and to see them. You know, I always like... Also one of our adventures. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I always like eating at that restaurant that is in Pirates of the Caribbean where you're outside and they have the fake fireflies and it's sort of the beginning of the ride. Are there other little secret pockets like that? Well, you know, the Blue Bayou restaurant, which you're referring to at Disneyland, was one of the very first-themed restaurants in America. It wasn't the first, but it was one of the first. And so, in fact, we, we, I did choose that as an adventure, eating at the Blue Bayou, partly because I think that it's really special, but also its connection to Walt. So, yes, that still exists. Interesting, Walt never got to eat at the Blue Bayou. Hmm. The, when New Orleans Square opened in 1966, he dedicated it, and the restaurant was ready, but the pirate attraction was not. And he said it wouldn't be a good show without the boats floating by. So he didn't allow Blue Bayou to open. And then, unfortunately, he passed away and Blue Bayou opened in 1967. So you're right. It is a magical experience. You are transported as if you're dining on the bayou with the fireflies and the eternal moonlight. And, you know, since then, and you can imagine, go to Walt Disney World in the way they're imagineering food now. They have an entire place called the Flavor Lab where they develop all the food. You think of Sci-Fi cafe, Drive-In Cafe. I mean, that, you know, 50, 50s primetime cafe. Now, the beauty of the, some of the ones that are included in our book are the uh, Be Our Guest restaurant where you're eating in Beast Castle mm. or Cinderella's Royal Table when you're eating in Cinderella's Castle. It's just so, so impeccably themed. I remember in the 80s, I don't know if they still have it at Disneyland, I got a hamburger with a piece of ham on the burger. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, that's 
horrible. <laughs> I know. That was a, <laughs> that didn't last long at Disneyland. Um, the other thing I've heard, <laughs> tell me if this is true, that for the, the right price you can spend the night in Cinderella's Castle in Anaheim? Well, it's really, no, you can't, there is no price on it. Uh, we included the Cinderella Suite in our book because it is an experience that is offered, although it is tricky. It's usually for contest winners. Um, and so, but it is, it does exist. There, everyday regular guests get to go, but it's not something that you can reserve like through a hotel system. Now, of course, this all really got expanded when he started going to the cruise lines. That's a whole other beast there. What about that in your book? Well, Disney Cruise Lines has a huge presence, of course, because it is a, 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 another way to experience, I like to say, parks and resorts only on the, you know, in the ocean. Uh, and you have the same types of things. You have the themed dining. You have the character meet and greets. You have entertainment. If you are on one of the itineraries that include Castaway Key, that is Disney's private island, which is incredible that you get to spend the day there over on the west coast sometimes they go to alaska i actually just did that and you can pan for gold with donald duck those are adventures by disney and disney cruise line experiences there's also one the disney vacation club and i'm sure a lot of your listeners are members of disney vacation club there's one cruise a year usually occasionally twice but almost always just one cruise a year and while only about three thousand people get to be on that i included it as aspirational in 100 Disney Adventures of a Lifetime, because it's sensational. I mean, in addition to it's, it's super size, you get presents every morning, every night, and the star power of the guests that change every year is incredible. Pete Docter, the director from Pixar, Up, Soul, uh, Monsters, Inc. has been a guest in the past. Disney legend uh, uh, Floyd Norman. I mean, I, I could go on and on. Tony Baxter, the legendary Imagineer. And so it's very special cruise, too. Yes, so we touched on all of that, too. And now into the uh, the new decades, the Star Wars thing is pretty huge, isn't it? The, the Star Wars thing, you know, when 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 Disney acquired Star Wars, where well, that was really exciting. Like, where is it going to go? So now at Walt Disney World and at Disneyland, we have Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the first completely immersive land for that Star Wars series, and it, you know, I guess you could call it with admission, it's free, but it is fascinating because I am not a Star Wars geek. I have to raise my hand and say I am a Disney geek. I really don't know that much about Star Wars. But I, I do appreciate, because I'm there quite often, that, you know, the stormtroopers are, are walking through and engaging. Uh, Rey, is, Rey is there all the time. Any guest can go up to any cast member and ask them something about the planet and what's happening. And they're so well-versed in the storytelling, they can converse as, as if you're actually there. There's Oga's Cantina, the bar. That is what, you know, Disney adulting is a thing, by the way. You know, it's a hashtag, Disney adulting. Mm-hmm. So you can actually, just like Oga's Cantina is in the Star Wars movies, you can walk into the movie, have a cocktail in Oga's Cantina, and the, which are also themed to Star Wars. It's just sensational. So there's that. And then these tremendous attractions, including Rise of the Resistance, that's there. And then there is something new called the Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World, whereas all Disney hotels and resorts are themed, and the Imagineers have everything to do with it. For instance, the Polynesian at uh, Walt Disney World, you are transported to the South Seas, everything is themed to the South Seas, but there are intrusions that will remind you that you're actually not there. However, the two-day, two-night experience, it's not a hotel, it's an experience, it's an attraction, the Galactic Star Cruiser, 
you wear costumes, you role play, you decide whether you're joining the resistance or you're going to defend the first order. You could take lightsaber lessons and ultimately the fate of the galaxy is in your hands. But you, when you look out the windows, it's space and the things not just space, That's it's the abs- you would see if you were in space. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. We're being played off by music right now. A hundred Disney yeah, adventures yeah. of a lifetime, magical experiences from around the world from National Geographic and our guest Marcy Carriker Smothers. Great stuff. Congratulations on the book. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate the opportunity. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Kurt Brownoller on the other side. You. What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the Pack Rat family. Call Pack Rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, Pack Rats. Call 800 569 7208. 800 569 7208. 800 569 7208. That's 800 569 7208. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store?
I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. About uh, last time we had Kurt Brownoller in studio was about five or six years ago. He's so big now that he has a brand new special called Perfectly Stupid from 800-pound Gorilla Media and Point Grey Pictures, and uh, it is debuting today on Moment. Uh, it'll also be available November 16th on demand and December 16th on YouTube. Kurt, welcome back to the show. Good to have you on. Perfectly stupid. Tell us a little bit more, please. Yeah, it's uh, it's my new hour. It's basically, it's a, it's a bit about me becoming a dad and kind of uh, recognizing how my dad didn't leave me with a great blueprint and uh, and a little bit about my mom as well. It's really, it's, it's an hour about family, but it's very very funny it's very goofy and silly and uh, it's got a little bit of an emotional arc to it as well i always say and i think most people do too that you can't be dumb if you're going to do a full hour of comedy it has to come from from smart somewhere so you're a johns hopkins guy so when you were there in baltimore were you pre-med and playing lacrosse and all the other tropes no 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 i was uh I found the four exactly four other weirdos who went to that school, and we lived together. Uh, I was a I was a philosophy and English major, uh, so just out there, uh, you know, just uh, probably smoking pot and writing philosophy papers. And um, your relationship with Kristen Shaw, um, when did you find her, and when did you guys realize that you guys just had that great chemistry? We met in 2005. Uh, I wanted to uh, do a, a variety show, and I was at this uh, theater in New York City called The Pit, and I was talking with the artistic director, um, and, uh, and I said, hey, I want to do, do a variety show, and he said, you know, Kristen Shaw just asked me the same thing. And I did not know Kristen. I'd seen her perform. Uh, this was before she got on Flight of the Concords or anything like that, had any real success. She was still waiting tables, and I just walked directly backstage because I knew she was backstage. I was like, hey, you want to host a variety show with me? And she's like, <laughs> okay. And, uh, and then it just turns out that we have very similar sensibilities. So now does your material go from, like, poo-poo, pee-pee jokes to I'm a dad jokes, kind of Gaffigan-ish? It is not. Actually, the New York Times just did a big piece on, my, on, on a bunch of specials, but specifically my own, and... Um, and the, the New York Times says, I mean, I don't want to quote him or anything, <laughs> uh, that I do dad material very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you're an accomplished comedian. I remember when you were here in studio, you told me after, you're like, you're one of the only people that says my name right. And I said, I think it's because I, I'm German-American and I studied German in, in college. What, what, is that still true or are you big enough now that yeah. people know how to say your name? Nobody knows how to say my name. <laughs> wow. You are still the only one. People ask, and I tell them, and then they immediately mispronounce it when they introduce me. They get nervous. I understand that. I understand that, I, you know, I've hosted a, uh, a variety show for 17 years. I understand the, the nerd, like you ask three times, and then you come up, and you're like, Bleh! you just say whatever your brain was going to say anyway. <laughs> and then uh, how's the podcast world going for you? It's great. I got a podcast called Bananas. It's mm -hmm. all about uh, strange news and personal stories. So it's kind of a, 
almost a storytelling podcast, but wrapped around headlines of very strange news. And I host that with my buddy Scotty Landis, and it's been it's been fantastic. You know, touring with a podcast is is really fun. People come out to see podcasts. And uh, tell me about Jokatron, please, Kurt. Yeah, Jokatron is in the special. It's a it's a post credit scene. So you have to stick around until after the credits. It's just like a Marvel movie where they introduce a new character post credits. <laughs> we got we introduce a new character to the comedy special. This was a uh, this was an algorithm written by us, a data scientist friends of mine, and we and they fed it essentially thousands of hours of stand up comedy so that it could be a joke writing algorithm. And uh, we made a robot for it. Um, and so Jokatron comes out, and we actually do some of Jokatron's jokes that the that, that the machine wrote. And they're super funny and super weird. I love that. I, I was in uh, Brooklyn, a place called the Bell House last year, and I saw mm-hmm. Kyle Dunningham do this thing where he brought out a laptop and then he turned himself into Biden. The, the technology is there yeah. for you guys. Yeah, it really is. I, you know, <clears throat> Kyle Dunnigan's so funny, and all of that face mapping stuff he does is just so good. Well, let's talk about you, Kurt Brownoler. So now, um, you, does this hour then... The bad part is it dies. You can't use it anymore, right? Uh, yep, it is all. It's all burned up as of tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I've been writing new material, but I still, I was still relying on a couple jokes to kind of open my shows, mm-hmm. a couple old jokes, and uh, and that's my new. That's going to be my new struggle is to uh, find some uh, <clears throat> find some new openers. And the irony is when you go see a band and they say, here's our new stuff, everyone boos because they want the yeah. hit. But then if you come out and do the hour you did last year, people are like, we already heard these jokes. Yep. It's that comedy is disposable and, and music is forever. <laughs> and not to be morbid and macabre, but everything in life is temporary, Kurt. Yeah, it is. I'm, I actually, I'm going to get that as a tattoo. I'm getting a, a permanent <laughs> tattoo that says this is temporary. And I'm not kidding. Put a hashtag in front of it. Make it more timely. <laughs> uh, I, I also wanted to ask you about your time at uh, Fringe because I've, over the years I've talked to people about JFL and all these other things, but but lately I've been getting a lot more stories about how taxing Fringe is and about how it's too long and you're in the rain and you have to bark for yourselves and the crowds are a little more ornery. How did you find it? You know, I had both. I had both experiences of Edinburgh. Uh, so the first time I went was in 2004 before I started writing comedy. I was there with an improv show and that was brutal. It was in the rain, but like trying to get like flyering for three to four hours a day, then going and doing your show and then having no one at your show. We lost $10,000. And then I went back once I started writing and Kristen and I in 2007 or 2008, and uh, and we won. We got nominated for like the big comedy award. Every show was sold out. We made some money, and so I've had both experiences. And uh, and, and there it was. It was like night and day. Are you the only comedian? I, I'm going to go ahead and say you are. That has brought up Rumspringa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um, this. That was years ago. I, I was in a. Um, I was in a 13-year relationship from age 18 to 31. Mm-hmm. And uh, at age 31, in order just to decide whether or not we should get married, we decided to take a rumspringa from 
our relationship and, uh, you know, and uh, have uh, have relations with other people. And uh, I can tell you what, it didn't go good. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to believe. <laughs> but I wrote a whole I wrote a whole like uh, show about that as well. Yeah, um, I, I just thought it was hilarious. Like, uh, you know, I thought maybe, uh, you know, to, to see Roomspringer, it's just uh, and then Roomspringer from Brown Oler. And I go, I guess that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also acting. Um, I've been uh, a couple people here are telling me that uh, you're a good uh, dramatic actor as well. What's this all about? Uh, yeah, I've been in a couple movies. I'm right now. I'm in a um, a horror film called Barbarian, mm-hmm. uh, which people are loving right now. Um, very happy for the director Zach Kreger. And uh, I was in. I was also in uh, this movie, The Big Sick, which I helped write on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and actually a comedy called Long Shot, which was with Charlie Stone and, uh, and and Seth Rogen. And so yeah, I love acting, and uh, I would love to do more of it. What, what what was and uh, for you um, when you write? I wouldn't imagine that you're writing dramas, right? Or do you? You know, I have not yet, but I think my wife and I are writing partners, and um, and she really wants to write a drama, and so we're we're, we're playing around with the next thing we, we bring out to be a drama. So we'll see. It'll still be it'll still be funny, but it will have I think more dramatic themes and kind of probably a more probably a sadder ending you know <laughs> <laughs> so um what are people when they uh, as i said uh it is uh, out uh, today perfectly stupid uh what are people in store for here kurt uh they are in store for a a roller coaster of jokes there's it's it's a tightly packed hour hmm. there's joke 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 and then right at the end you kind of get this long very funny story that has kind of an emotional point to it. Wow. So that's what they want these days, something a little more personal and poignant, right? Yeah. I mean, I hope so, because that's what they're getting with this special. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's funny. Like, I, I prefer your comedy or like Mark Norman or Sam Morell, just joke, 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 joke. And then there's something to be said about a guy like Daniel Sloss who will tell a 20-minute story and then throw in little funny things throughout the story. It's just everybody's different, right? Yeah, it's really fascinating. That's the one thing I realized after the pandemic. The first time I started hosting my, my comedy show again was just how much I love stand-up comedy. I love the idea that here's this person you don't know. They're on stage, and they get to show you the inside of their brain, and I love that. Yeah, I just love the fact that outside of maybe landing a jet on a moving carrier, it's got to be one of the scariest things to go up and bunch a, a bunch of complete strangers and say, you know, in a couple minutes, you're all going to be laughing. Yeah, it, it does feel like, I talked about this before, but it feels like magic. It feels like if I say this, if I say these words in this order, you will have an involuntary reaction that you cannot control. Mm. Um, Hopefully not vomit. Very cool. It's vomit. I'm sorry. It's vomiting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, As I mentioned, uh, the uh, new special. Make sure to check it out. Perfectly stupid from 800 Pound Gorilla Media and Point Grey Pictures. As I mentioned, out today on Moment. Uh, You can get it on demand on the 16th of November, uh, and then on YouTube on December 16th as well. Kurt, congratulations. Uh, Next time you're in San Francisco, come on by again. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. All right, you too. I'm Rick Tittle. Get on back on Byline.
Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? (laughs) I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Thanks for that. Coming up next, we will have Carmen Lynch in studio. 
We will also have uh, Carl Eller, uh, the Hall of Famer. He'll join us as well. David Scott from HBO Real Sports and Jamel Hill in the third hour as well. Got some pretty good guests today, I have to say myself. I do say so myself. Uh, to finish up the thought I had, uh, we were talking about how the uh, donkeys, about whether they had maybe a little bit of uh, buyer's remorse uh, on the whole. Uh, Russell Wilson, $245 million. And by the way, he averages now, Russell Wilson, per year, $49 million, which is more than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so, as I said, uh, George Patton, um, uh, George S. Patton, general, he is the general manager, and he was asked about it on Channel 9 News in Denver. It's like, do you have any regrets? He said, we wanted to get ahead of the contract cycle. We had seen how Russ was in the offseason and training camp, and we felt really good about Russ. Uh, we felt really good about it. I felt good about the deal. I felt like it'll hold up. Well, I mean, look, the 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 cost to get him was steep. Two first-rounders, three other players, uh, one of the biggest culprits to the slow start is that the new coach Nathaniel Hackett is off to a horrible start and rumors are that if he doesn't beat the Jaguars this weekend that he's going to get fired Patton said I believe in Nathaniel I support Nathaniel 100% he's been in this for seven games the scrutiny he's faced is unprecedented We've had four primetime games, so he's kind of had to learn in front of the entire world. But I really like how he's kept the team together. They're connected. He's kept our building together. I appreciate how he's fought through that. I don't think it's unprecedented. I don't think the the New York media is all over what's going on in Denver. But anyway, look, it was Patton's decision to get the quarterback and the coach. What's he going to say? Mm, I was wrong. I changed my mind. I mean, Steve Kime did that in Arizona, so I guess it's possible. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with Carmen Lynch. Radio News with Tim Berg. The U.S. economy is growing for the first time this year. GDP grew by 2.6% in the third quarter after the economy had shrunk in the previous two quarters. The growth between July and September was better than expected as economists were looking for an increase of 2.3%. White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain tells MSNBC the president is still trying to bring down prices. He's been out there fighting to bring down the price of gas. It fell all summer. We had a little uh, increase in early October. We're bringing it down again. 
not they're fighting to bring down the cost of prescription drugs. A second railroad union is rejecting a tentative agreement negotiated by railroad managers, union representatives, and members of the Biden administration. The Brotherhood of Railroad Singlemen, representing more than 6,000 workers, announced its members voted down the tentative deal, sending negotiators back to the bargaining table. The Brotherhood of Maintenance and Way employees voted to reject the deal earlier this month. The Biden administration is facing accusations of ordering federal law enforcement agencies to go after parents speaking out at school board meetings. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz is explaining how Republicans will address these accusations on Fox News. Joe Biden has turned the Department of Justice and the FBI and the IRS and the federal government into machinery to target their political enemies. When we have majorities in Congress, we need oversight and we need to stand up and stop this politicized law enforcement. Elon Musk says he's buying Twitter because it is important to the future of civilization. Specifically, he says we must have a common digital town square where many beliefs can be discussed. Musk adding that Twitter will not become a free-for-all. This is USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Last week, President Joe Biden announced that 15 million additional barrels of oil will be released from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, leading the release of 180 million barrels he promised earlier this year. Florida Republican Congressman Greg Stubbe says the oil should only be released in times of emergency, and it's hurting the economy. The decisions that they are making and have made have cut down the domestic production of oil and gas. The Strategic Reserve is at its lowest point since 1984 and contains about 400 million barrels of oil. One country is continuing to flex its military muscle. A Chinese military contractor created a video showing off its new military technology, revealing a robot attack dog that can be dropped into a zone by a drone. The weapon then uses radar to search for targets shooting anything that moves with a Chinese QBB-97 light machine gun. That weapon fires 650 rounds per minute. Lance Pry reporting from the USA Radio News' West Coast News Bureau. There's a mass exodus from the island nation of Cuba, and they're showing up at our southern border. Experts say they're fleeing a corrupt government that has destroyed the economy. The Powerball jackpot is now up to an estimated $800 million, the second biggest ever. The jackpot was about $700 million for Wednesday night's drawing, but nobody hit all six numbers. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, oh, oh,
O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with our free loaner tool program. Your local store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Ask our professional parts people about the loaner tool program today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, getting ready for uh, our number two of three. We are here for all your sports talk needs. Carmen Lynch, veteran stand-up comedian, she's at the punchline. She'll be in here in just a second. Uh, Then Carl Eller, the Hall of Famer, the Purple People Eater. He will be in as well. Purple People Eater, Derek Jeter. Um, Something we will have tomorrow is we will have the first World Series since the color barrier was broken by Jackie Robinson with no African Americans in the World Series. And it's funny, if you think about when I was in high school and the Phillies were in the World Series, Gary Matthews, Joe Morgan, Eddie Murray, Gary Maddox, Ken Singleton, Al Bumbry, Disco Dan Ford. Thrown in the Orioles, too, but zero. Now, it doesn't mean there's not going to be people of African heritage. I remember I got in an argument with my mom years ago. She said that black people from the Caribbean are Latino, and I said they have Latino culture, but they're not Latin. And she said, no. They're Latino. I'm like, all right. Well, we two white people arguing about that. Uh, but anyway, we will have. <clears throat> um, you know, it's just it's just weird, and we know about the numbers that are dwindling. You know, it's like Major League Baseball was 27 percent African American when I was in high school, and now it's uh, what was it six percent African American? 
And, uh, oh, that's just the way it goes. You know, the Latin numbers are up, the Asian numbers are up, and there's not a quota system, but it does feel, I don't know, icky that there are no black Americans in the World Series for the first time in my whole life. Probably yours as well. All right, 1-800-878. How are you going to fix it, Rick? I don't know. 1-800-878-7529. Big shout-out to our troops listening on American Forces Radio Network as well. 500 outlands, 107 ships at sea. Come on back with Carmen Lynch. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to BodySculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com. 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the studio the lovely and talented, hilarious Carmen Lynch. He's at the uh, Punchline right here in San Francisco on uh, Battery Street. And I was just talking to her before that, I, I mean, I've known about you for years. I'm a fan. And uh, finally, we got you in studio. I can't believe it's taken this long. I'm so excited. <laughs> Can you tell by my voice? I had coffee, so this is my excite- excitement voice. <laughs> you know, it's funny over the years because it's, you know, it's after 10 here, but for some comedians who do like, they get home at 5 a.m. back to wherever they're staying and uh, they'll come in here and this is like crack of dawn. Oh my God. And I just got here yesterday and I've been on on the road for like two months. So and it's so fun. I'm not complaining. I actually love the road. And this time I brought my boyfriend. I'm like, you're not going to see uh, me for a long time. So he's like, I'll come with you. Oh, well, you picked so, a good town. Oh yeah, he's he he lived here oh. for a while. So right. he's, so like, he's showing you around. He's showing me around. Yeah. So doing a Wednesday show, they always say that's when like the real fans come out. Yeah, and it was funny because there were fans. So you know, you you don't sure. think you have them, and then you're like, "Oh, you like me? You know who I am." <laughs> I remember Bobby Kelly was in here, and he said, "I gotta lift up every rock to look for a Robert Kelly fan." <laughs> That's just not true, you guys. I think because uh, this is my theory anyway, and I love going to New York, and I love going to the cellar and the strip and Gotham and all that. But you guys kind of you all hang out, and you go to the Fat Black VU, whatever. And I think you don't realize how national and international you all really are. Well, especially with the Internet now, too. It's just weird because because sometimes you're like, are you a fan? And then you have like these psycho fans like you always have. Even when you don't know it, there are especially as a woman, as a woman. And I I have psycho fans and uh, it's not fun. But regular fans are good. Can you give me an example of a psycho fan? A psycho fan would like comments on every picture that you post, yeah. every on every social media. They'll comment on TikTok, on this, on that one. Just and it's like BS. Like you don't, I don't need to hear from you that much. <laughs> I'm dropping a lot of names here. But I remember Rachel Feinstein said on YouTube there was some guy called like Waffle Eater sixty nine and just said <laughs> yes. the most horrible things ever. And she said I can't help but read them and get depressed. I know. <laughs> I mean, anything from Waffle Eater, you're going to want to know what it says. But yeah, I know her stalker story, so I, I get it. Um, and this is the other thing. We were talking about Mark Norman because I listened to, to the pod with Joe this Tuesdays with stories. I know everything about their lives and I can bring up every family member, but I'm not a stalker. So if I know all this stuff, think about the people who actually try to get into your personal life. Well, that's why I think it's important to just act normal, even if you are a super fan or a super stalker. Because podcasts do that now. You know so much about that person, but we don't necessarily want to know that you know. (laughs) Right. You know, keep it to yourself. (laughs) Maybe buy the merch and leave. I think that's true because when uh, Joe List said, I was in Gig Harbor and I was like, oh, you're with Derek and he named his son after you. And he goes, I think I'm going to throw up. (laughs) It's too much. I'm like, you said it. I mean, and I remembered, but yeah, it is. I don't think you realize when you're sitting in a little room that 
it's going out there to everyone. I mean, that's how I felt during the pandemic because I I would make these stupid videos on TikTok with wigs and stuff. And then I was like, well, no one's going to see this. And then they went viral. And somehow, like, I have, a, a, like, 200,000 followers now. And I'm like, oh, my God, you saw that? Now I'm now I'm just embarrassed. I feel like I made a sex tape. I'm like, please don't talk about that. I'm so humiliated. But thank you for watching. Um, just a couple of months ago, Liz Mealy was in here. Oh, she, I, we live together. She's I know. She's one of my best friends. I know. She was telling me that. And uh, she's so nice and mm -hmm. she was telling me her story i was just funny i just had kurt brown all on the show the previous hour we were talking about fringe and he had both sides of fringe he had the part of, of edinburgh that really sucked and then he did a show with Kristen shawl that was like the best show but liz was saying she was barking for herself she was losing money it was raining and at one point she just cried I mean, did was that your experience with Fringe or? <laughs> um, yeah, but her, I think, uh, I, I just basically, I did like the the get ghetto version of the Fringe, so my expectations were like super low, and mm -hmm. my room was really small, so um, so I sold out every show. But oh. when your show is tiny. You can say that. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you have 20 people in a tiny room, you can say you had a sold out show. No one's going to sure. know there were 20 people in there. It's kind of like after the pandemic when it was half seating, right? Everybody was six yes, feet apart. Yes, and every show was sold out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Getting the sold out bonus. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I loved the French, but I uh, I get it. It's it's. I think it's. if I went back, I might have just like a horrible well, time. Well, you I never think know. It, I just think that like a lot of things, maybe it's too long. It's too long, but that's also what kind of gets you to really make it better, you know, is mm -hmm. to just do it and do it and over do it. It's like it's like comedy camp. And did you do JFL? I did JFL uh, a couple of times. How yeah. many tries until they said yes? Well, I didn't have to audition because when I first Ooh. auditioned, when I first auditioned, I was in the finals for New Faces. This was years uh, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they told me I couldn't do it at all because I did a New Faces for Aspen, which was an HBO uh, oh, festival they, they at the time. Mad. And they were they weren't mad, but they were like, well, we can't take you. I'm like, that was a completely different festival. And they were like, we're still not allowed. So then like the year, wow. the next year, they just like gave me shows but like they weren't new faces which is like what everybody wants is new right. faces did that people now tell me that back then we're talking about just for last comedy in montreal that that would change your life like there would be casting agents and you know people who had clubs around the country and and now people say ah jfl whatever well i mean everybody wants that dream moment and i don't think it exists anymore i think it's more about just like you doing things yourself posting it on YouTube or social media. I think those days of like Carson sitting you on the couch, like those days are over. Right. There's too many. Like I thought the pandemic would get rid of comedians and only brought more on. <laughs> now it's even harder than ever. Right. Because now clubs, and I understand why they'll book a TikToker who's got 15 minutes, but they'll sell out the room. But then halfway through the show, the audience is like, this person sucks. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, because they're not a comedian right. and they haven't been doing this for years. Right. They so. can't, they, the, the concept of doing 45 to an hour is just, I actually had, I won't say his name. I'll tell you in the break if you're curious, but yeah. there was a comedic, <laughs> there was a comedic <laughs> actor who I had in here and I went to see him and he was at Cobb's here and 10 minutes in, I thought, oh no, he doesn't really know. Cause he had never done stand up. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think he really knows what he got himself into. And then it was like a church 
for like a half hour and he was sweating bullets. And I think he thought he'd just walk out there and people would be like, oh. and it was for 10 minutes, like, oh my gosh, it's you. And after 10 minutes, it's like, where are the jokes? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just not, this is a muscle that has to be trained and worked on for a long time. And there's mm-hmm. no shortcuts. Let me you tell know. you a quick story before we go to the break. And I've told this before, but when Ryan Hamilton was in here years ago, you know, he's from Rexburg, Idaho. Yeah. And he said when he was starting, he drove to some bar show in Montana. He said it was like a five-hour drive through bad weather. He got there. No one listened to him. He got like 30 bucks. And then the lady that owned the bar said, come here, and leaned in. And she headbutted him really hard and laughed. So he said he drove home like in the snow with an ice pack on his head for $30. And he thought, if I don't quit now, I'll never quit. So did you have a moment? <laughs> wow. Yes, I did. And it was Atlantic City. I think that's the worst place uh, to perform because um, everyone's so sad. And I've had great shows in Atlantic City at the Borgata. Mm-hmm. But this was a particular show that doesn't exist anymore. And it was just sad people, sad audiences. <laughs> they didn't want to be there and neither did I. And it was just the worst. And I was like, what am I doing? And did here you, I am <laughs> still doing it. <laughs> did you think about quitting? Uh, yeah, I did. But then I was like, well, there's nothing else I really want to do. And I actually did stop for about eight months mm. um, because I was feeling the pressure of like, you know, what am I doing with my life? I don't I don't even know if this is it or if I'm just doing this to rebel from my parents because they hate this. <laughs> but um, but then I eventually went back to it and I was like, no, this is what I want to do. Yeah. That's yeah. good. We'll take a quick break. We have one more segment. With Carmen Lynch, she's at the Punchline here in San Francisco. She's got a show tonight, a couple tomorrow, a couple Saturdays. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease. 
and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Uh, What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. I see that hurts my feelings. We were just talking about fat in the break. <laughs> Rick Tittle and Carmen Lynch with you for another segment. Hall of Famer Carl Eller on the other side of this segment. Carmen is at the world-famous Punchline down here in San Francisco on uh, Battery Street. Robin Williams, Dana Carvey, Dave Chappelle. Everybody's come through that place. It's pretty iconic. And now me. It's just incredible. <laughs> Please get your tickets now. Thank you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we were just talking about how the what the rules are in comedy, which is pretty dumb that there are rules. And it's funny. It was Joan Rivers. I remember her saying, there are no rules. And if I make a joke, or she said, if I make a joke about your retarded son, then tough, you know. So um, for you, are you now, because I know that trans is off limits and uh, do, how much do you have to like really, um, you know, um, censor yourself? Well, it's, it's certain things I'm like, I'm not even going to bother trying. And then there are other things where I'm like, my friend had cancer and she died and she heard the joke and she thought it was funny. So I'm going to do it for her. And I like it. And people laugh. I've, I've gone... You have to work things out sometimes, even if they're dark. You have to work it out so that you get the laughs. And uh, and that's the fun part of it. It's like, yeah, I've suffered too. I may not have cancer, but I had a really good friend who died of cancer. I dated a guy with cancer. And I have a story to share about cancer. So, you know, most people understand that this is comedy and it's a joke. And it's not usually not making fun of the person with cancer. It's a joke about cancer. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it was um, Sarah Tiana said if you punch down, then yeah. But if it's just out of pure laughs, yeah, yeah. Um, switching topics, <laughs> <laughs> Skankfest, which um, 
uh, Luis Gomez started, and it's it's amazing what he started, and it's, going I'm, from Austin now to Vegas. Yeah, and um, it's funny because uh, we're talking about Mark Norman. He missed it because he signed up in Orlando, and he regrets it now that he missed it. Uh, especially because he didn't really like the club there. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm a comedy nerd. Um, what? So Skankfest at Vegas, how crazy was it? How were the fans? I mean, I, I'd <clears throat> never actually been to Skankfest, and I was super excited to go. And uh, first of all, it's Vegas. So Vegas is in and of itself just insane. And it's old Vegas. So, um, you know, you walk out, there's a woman with feathers on, and that's it. That's all she's got on. And then you have Skankfest, which is like <laughs> hardcore comedy fans. They're all dressed in black. They either have tattoos. One guy had like his eye, the, eye, the whites of his eyes were tattooed black. Ooh. And, you can uh, do that? I know. I didn't know either. Uh. And he was telling me, like, I was interested. Like, I wanted to do it myself. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't have to tell me. He's like, only five doctors in the country can do this. I'm like, it's really okay. I'm like, the fact that you found a doctor oh, that wow. would do this to you scares me. I think they're all in penitentiaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the fans are just there for, obviously, they're there for Lewis and everyone the most because that's their podcast and their their festival. But, um, but it's very supportive and they... It's just really fun. It's like a rock concert. Like, even my boyfriend, when he saw the pictures, he's like, are you at a concert now? And I'm like, no, I'm still at the festival. This is the festival. It's almost like a Comic-Con for comics now. Yeah. And it's yeah. just amazing what they've done. Rebecca and Christine and Lewis have put together this just incredible festival. They they put it all in the same, like, venue. So there's different rooms in the same building. Mm -hmm. A lot of festivals, you have to, like, like, they're waiting for you to jump in a van to get to the such and such theater. I right. mean, they, the comics really know what they're doing when they put a festival together. So let's talk a little bit about New York. Um, getting past at the cellar, who wrecked you to Liz and everybody? Oh my God. So I, I opened for John Mulaney, uh, maybe like, I don't know, six times a long time ago. And, uh, and I asked him if he would recommend me and he was like, of course. And then one day I got an email from Amy Schumer and I know her, I've done her, you know, her show and stuff. And she's like, uh, John was talking to me and we're both going to recommend you. I'm like, like I, I wonder or the other would have been enough. Right. Wow. Double but, whammy. So it was, it was really kind of cool to just have both Amy and John recommend me. Wow. Yeah. No, that's huge. It's funny because I, I love New York because it's just like Rome or Paris or London. You go there for a week and it's just all fun and then you leave. So I don't have the daily drudgery that any, like even here in San Francisco, like you don't understand the drudgery. It's just like, you know, you, you it gets lost on you sometimes. But I remember I actually, for the first time ever, went to Radio City to see the Christmas show. And that was the middle of Omicron last December. A week later, they shut down. But I remember I was coming out of that theater and I always thought it was for little kids. And I, I couldn't believe how great it was, really. Yeah. It's expensive. But anyway, I was, <laughs> I was coming out of the theater and I was just thinking like, New York is such an amazing, wonderful, awesome. And then right when I was thinking this, this old lady ran up to me, just me, even though hundreds of people are leaving. And right in my face, she said, my husband ruined my face like that. And I went, oh, I'm sorry. And then she called me a really bad name. And I thought... New York's back, baby. Uh, <laughs> wait, what does she mean by her husband ruined her face? I have no idea. Oh, so I it mean, wasn't she anything was, on her face. She was old saw. and ugly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the poor thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, can I say ugly? Am I objective? I don't know. I, don't I just know. got a phone call that you you might have been canceled. <laughs> the other day, um, 
it was yesterday I was talking to a voiceover actress who happened to be really beautiful. And I said, do you, you know, and I brought that up and I went, uh oh. I don't think I'm supposed to say that because now I'm objectifying you, right? See, the fact that you even have to have that second voice going like, did I do anything wrong is so annoying. It's just so annoying. It's We're walking on eggshells now. It's so annoying. Well, that's the other thing, too. These, uh, the, If you really want to be a social warrior, don't go after comedians. Do you guys make policy or laws or affect change anywhere? Like, I don't understand, like, but people who will laugh at Holocaust jokes for 45 minutes but then now you said something uh, a triggering word and now they're going to be a warrior and stop you well that's the other thing too is like this this new generation is so into words like i'm triggered i'm offended mm-hmm. i'm vulnerable i my feel truth. judged my truth and it's like when i was their age i was like i'm sad that's the only adjective <laughs> we use i was i'm sad and i need ice cream and now it's like is it organic is this gluten-free and i'm like you guys are you, there's too much time on their hands like to stop. What is the, the following one going to do that's going to make them look, you know, what, where are we going? I didn't know I was I didn't know I was triggered until I was in my 30s in therapy. You know, I didn't know that at the time that I was triggered. It was just sad. It was just sad. Everything was under the sad uh, umbrella. So there's one other question I want to ask you before I let you go. Um, doing shows in Spanish for different countries, can you just do the exact same set or do you have to know about their sensibilities about what they laugh at? First of all, I'm even impressed that you know that I do Spanish. That means you did research. I've known you for years. Oh, well, that's cool. And Mm -hmm. I just started a Spanish podcast. So if you need another podcast and you want to practice your Spanish. Sure. um, But yeah, no, usually I can just translate. It depends if there are words like, because I grew up in Spain until I was eight. So Mm. I wouldn't know how to say triggering uh, in Spanish, because right. that's not a word I would have used, you know? So that kind of stuff, I kind of have to do my homework and be like, use Google Translate. Right. But re- besides that, I could probably just go up and translate the joke. My And I've been to Spain, but all my Spanish comes from two years in junior high and watching soccer. So when <laughs> I think people speak Spanish, it's like, El ganador de este partido entre Dinamarca y Alemania. Actually, I had Andres Cantor on my show. He's the guy who does the goal. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a thrill for me to have that guy. How long does he do it for? Like, what's the record? I don't know what the record is, but it's funny because his style is go. There used to be a guy named Tony Tirado, and he would go, and then if you're South American, it's like that. That's funny. Every Latin American country has their own version. They have their own little version. That's like doing stand-up in Spanish. Like I'm like, how do you say da-da-da? And then five people yell out five different Spanish (laughs) words. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing, too. And correct me if I'm wrong. There's not as many vocabulary words in Spanish. I heard like one-third of English. So that's like in every single Narcos, it says, you know, puto madre or hijo de puta. It just says mother effer. I'm like, that's Uh, not what he said. Yeah. Come or on. they or they won't have a word. I'll be like, because I have I have Spanish comic friends, and I'll be like, I have a show. How do you say da da da? And they're like, they give me seven words like a <laughs> sentence, and I'm like, don't you have one word for that? They're like, no, you have to say it like this. Wow. I also learned from watching Narcos now when people say calm down, it's just tranquilo, sí. tranquilo, tranquilo. You got to throw that in a little bit there. Cuando los árabes recibieron las noticias del muerto del Cid, decidieron atacar a Valencia. Pero si hablas muy bien, ¿ya puedes estar escuchando a mi podcast uh, en español? Uh, sí. <laughs> <laughs> es verdad. <laughs> 
It's Carmen Lynch, everybody. Make sure to go see her at the uh, Punchline. Thanks for letting me uh, show off with a little Spanish there. De nada. All right. And um, for uh, you got one show tonight, two shows tomorrow, two shows Saturday. Yes, and all the info is at Carmen Comedian, so find it. Carmen Comedian at Twitter. I tweeted it out. We'll go out. We'll take a picture. She'll sign the wall. Carl Eller on the other side. Come on back on Sports Byline. This report is sponsored by IBM. Fantasy football season is officially underway, and IBM and ESPN are teaming up once again to give ESPN fantasy football players the competitive edge with the artificial intelligence of IBM Watson. New this year, Trade Analyzer with Watson uses AI to analyze vast quantities of data to help ESPN fantasy league players of all skill levels understand the value of a potential trade for them and their opponents. Trade Analyzer with Watson turns information such as player stats and scores, which is then turned into meaningful insights to help with roster decisions. Player Insights with Watson returns to help ESPN fantasy football players make sense of matchups, analyze players' boom or bust chances, and assess the impact of injuries on their rosters. Corey Shelton, IBM Technical Program Director, Sports and Entertainment Partnerships. For six years, IBM and ESPN have partnered on the co-creation of AI models that turn the treasure trove of fantasy football data into insights to make the digital experience more informative and engaging. For more information, visit ibm.com sports. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. 
teams have four attempts to move the ball ten yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and ten, that means it's the team's first attempt to get ten yards. Be crazy. Use a D O G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right, I don't know what that's all about, but welcome back to the show, Rick Tittle, with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. If you were a big football fan like me in the '70s, you remember the Purple People Eaters, and we're talking about the Minnesota Vikings and all those Super Bowls they went to. And I would say the most intimidating guy on that whole team was Carl Eller. The Hall of Famer joins us now. We're happy to have him. He's here on behalf of the Gridiron Greats Assistant Fund because they've teamed up with Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds for Pork Rind Appreciation Day. Carl, welcome to the show. And I just remember you were so much bigger than everybody else. You're like 6'6", and maybe nowadays that's not so uncommon, but in that day you were a, a monster, weren't you? Yeah, I was a little bit taller than the other guys, but the height helped me a lot. Weight-wise, I was about average to about 225 when I came into the league. So uh, the Gridiron Greats, Coach Ditka got together. We know a lot of people. I mean, I remember Jim Otto, all the operations he had on his knee, and there are a lot of guys. Sure. They, they just need the help, don't they? Well, you know, everybody talks about the kind of money they make, but everybody says this, too. It's really different. They don't make the money. They didn't make the money then, even though it was, might have been good back then, but it's not equivalent today, to today. But what they use the money for is uh, the assistance is helping the bus fare and transportation, medication, things like that. So uh, Coach Tick has really come along with a great idea and help veterans. Uh, it's really super. No doubt about it. So uh, I think about in college with the Golden Gophers, Rose Bowl, which you don't really think about Minnesota and the Rose Bowl, national champs. I mean, basically the greatest uh, era in the history of that football program, right? Well, it was, yeah. Went to Rose Bowl, and that was a great time. There was great teams we had. I don't know if we were undefeated or not, but uh, it was a great, great time to put the Gophers for the ruining goal. So uh, as you got, uh, you came into the Viking program and uh, Bud Grant, what were some of the things that, uh, that you learned early on as a young professional player? Well, when I got there, uh, Bud Grant was not the coach. He, uh, 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 Bud came in a couple of years early later. It was early in my career. But uh, Bud was kind of a guy who gave everybody a first chance, a first shot, and making the team. And you had to follow by his rules. He was a very strict disciplinarian. That was the thing about Bud. It was so different and so unique. And uh, also, um, I remember, uh, you know, as I was talking about the the Super Bowls and um, 
uh, you know, Super Bowl eleven against the the Raiders, and uh, just those years with Fran Tarkenton. Uh, is that something you look back now and you think like I'm so proud of that team? But or is it also kind of bittersweet and frustrating? Well, it's more bittersweet. You know, it's hard to look at the record we had. We were there four times. It was kind of we had a chance to win it. We were very close. We talk about the Oakland Raiders. I think we had a chance to beat any of these four teams we played in the Super Bowls, but we just couldn't pull it off. And uh, we we held most of them too low scores, uh, but we just couldn't score enough to get to get to beat them you know, on that particular day. When you think about the way you played defensive end, now it just seems like there are guys who are speed rushers that don't have to worry about contain. They don't even think about running backs and things. Was Is that different than your time? It's a little different because you always had your basic responsibility. You had to cover the space. You had to contain. You had to stay with the outside rush of the defensive end. But your speed was a great asset to have. But now I don't think they have that outside containment responsibility. Yeah, no doubt. We're speaking with Carl Eller, by the way, the Hall of Famer. For you, when you got into the uh, Hall of Fame, um, you know, how surreal was that for you? Um, I mean, does it seem like yesterday? Well, the, the years go fast, but it took me a while to get in. And man, that was quite an experience to get into the Hall of Fame, but the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. There's some great guys in there. There's a great history there, and uh, you know, it's one of those things that looms out there. And you think, well, like me, I never thought about this going in, but after my career, it's kind of like, man, that would be just fantastic. And finally, the day comes. It really is surreal. It's a great day to happen to, to you. So, you know, to anyone, it's fantastic. Was there any consideration to go to the AFL with Buffalo when they also drafted you? <laughs> you did your research. <laughs> I, no, <laughs> no, I didn't. The, 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 um, the, the, the tossovers between the Rams and the Vikings, you know, it was a kind of, they had flipped the corns. I knew Buffalo had drafted me, but I wanted to stay in the NFL. But it was kind of like today they have a coin toss or something, and it's who gets this draft to us. I wanted to stay with the Vikings. I had a, you know, I wanted to be a Viking. It was in Minnesota, and I was, uh, but the other choice was uh, uh, the rim. But they didn't get the toss. They didn't win the toss. So either way, it would be okay with me. But I was really happy that the Vikings got me on the first round. Yeah, I mean, I think about that. So correct me if I'm wrong. Were you there for the Joe Cap Super Bowl? I was, yes. Okay. Yes. I was there for the Joe Cap and remember Joe Cap. He was a tough guy, you know. Yeah, he actually, I, when I was coaching high school football after college, he actually came by a few times and helped out, and he was like a stand-up comedian. It was just a million stories, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, it, it just uh, the guy, I, I felt like I should just give him a microphone. <laughs> well, Joe, Joe was a great guy. I remember him 
he would carry the ball. You know, the quarterback stinks for him. was nothing. He would get the ball and just run over guys, you know. So he was a, quite an inspiration, quite a leader, leader really. Uh, I liked you a lot. So for you, when I think about, like, uh, there are some defensive ends, they can't go into a 4-3, they're more of a 3-4 guy, you know, a three technique, I'm more of a tackle. Do, do Sometimes do we just overthink these these schemes sometimes? It's not so much the players, I don't think, anyway. I think it's the coaches. Coaches come up with this idea of, like, uh, oh, you do this, get in this stands or we'll go 4-3 or 3-4 or whatever, but pretty consistent with uh, just the ideas of the defense vents. It hasn't really changed. So what the coaches do, they really kind of mess with your mind. They give you something different, something new, as you haven't done before. It's like, I think it slows you down more than anything. Back in that day, I think about Jack Tatum, the Soul Patrol out here in Oakland, and just clothesline you right in the middle of your route. How, how often did you? How often did you just clothesline somebody? Well, I think they made that really illegal early in my career, but I remember that, and I didn't do it very much. It wasn't a standard technique of mine. But uh, you know, I remember that, and remember the readers and the Tatum those guys. But uh, it was effective if you could do it, you know, if you got in the position to do that. But rarely did I ever use that. At the Super Bowl, did you think Sammy White's head was still in his helmet? <laughs> <laughs> when the helmet was turned around and all twisted up. Sammy was a great guy, great receiver, go-to guy. You could, you know, throw the ball there and make it. He's not a big guy. He's only about just barely six feet, I think, mm-hmm. but he had speed and uh, he was, uh, he would go get the ball no matter where it was. So he sometimes got hit pretty hard. You wonder if he would get up. Ahmad Rashad wasn't that big either, really. No, Ahmad wasn't that big. Ahmad was a, a kind of a lean guy, a great speed, a great moves though. And, uh, you know, had the great talent, good after the ball, um, I like uh, Ahmad because he had a kind of an attitude. You never knew how fast or what he was doing. He was kind of a, uh, you know, easy come, easy go guy. But boy, he could get the ball. Yeah, I kind of think somebody told me the other day. It's like, yeah, if you know, Fran Tarkenton was a player today. Who knows if he would be a quarterback? I'm like, he was still six feet tall. Maybe he wouldn't impress at the combine with big muscles, but you know, he could still get the job done, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fran was a good guy. He, he improvised. When he, he wasn't that tall, but he was tall enough. And I think he, the scramble was not so much a scramble, but get outside and he could see the guy downfield, you know, get up, up behind those big linemen up front there. He threw the ball. He, he was a good quarterback. I, I like Fran as well. I thought he was a good guy, innovative, creative, you know make the play. He would do anything to make the play. That's the way I see it. So, Carl, you you go out to dinner in the Twin Cities. Is your money no good there? Is it all on the house? Are we now in a new generation who's like, who's Carl Eller? Yeah, that's right. We're in the new generation. <laughs> 
But uh, really, I have a lot of fans, and there's other times that go out, you know, people say, hey, I was a great fan of yours, or my father was a great fan of yours, you know, and all that stuff, and it was a, it's a good time. So I'm still, I enjoy the area. I'm still in Minnesota, Minneapolis, and uh, when I do go out, when we can go out, you know, it's very nice, and they don't bother you, but every once in a while, somebody will say, well, hey, uh, I know you, my father was a good fan of yours, and I was a big fan of what well, your number the whole, whole you know, gamble. Mm-hmm. So. Did, did they even count sacks when you got to the league? They didn't count them back then when you started, right? Well, you are a real football aficionado. <laughs> 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 you know, they, they didn't count sacks, and they didn't even call them sacks even, you know. Right. And, uh, I think... Um, a uh, guy from Rams came up with that name, um, you know, and they called it a sack. Called it a sack. And uh, you, you ever, I had an argument sometimes with the guys, so the guy, the quarterback ran out of bounds, and I would chase him out of bounds, and they didn't call that a sack. I said, well, that's a sack. It's the same thing. You know, go, if the guy <laughs> goes out of bounds, you got to call that a sack. Right. So... I yeah. don't know. It was real different then. I agree but, with you. Uh, yeah. That's Deacon Jones, yeah. by the way. He said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to make sure everybody checks out Pork Ryan Appreciation Day dot com. Also on Facebook at official gridiron greats to help out with the fund as well. We've been speaking with the Hall of Famer Carl Eller. Really enjoyed having you on, Carl. Thanks a lot, man. Well, I appreciate the call or go to the pork dot com on appreciation day and all that stuff. It's called Sacks for Snacks, Sacks for Sacks. But thanks for being on. You will enjoy the poor crimes. So small batch. All that stuff is very good. Thank you. Good stuff. Yes, Southern Recipe, Small Batch Pork Rinds. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline. an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. 
Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218 That's 800-950-8218 Paid for by Want to Sell Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance... If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? always goes commando. You know, sometimes we see things on the internet that are pretty funny. That's a good way to preface my <laughs> my next thing I want to say uh, because uh, Dominic just sent me <clears throat> it's hilarious. It looks like a spirit Halloween costume and um, it's got a guy wearing, he's inside, he's wearing a giant garbage can with trash in it, right? And the name of the costume is Every Colt's QB Since Luck. (laughs) Oh, now that's funny, right? Who says you don't know funny? I, I, that's pretty, (laughs) that's pretty Oh, I'm still laughing. All right, sorry about that. Anyway, Carl Eller, really cool to uh, have him on. He said, you're a real football fan. It reminded me of Johnny Bench. I had him on a couple of years ago, and halfway through it goes, sounds like you know what you're talking about. I'm like, how many times do these guys get interviewed? Like, do you run to third base after you hit it, or do you run to first base? You run to first base? We have another hour to go. David Scott and Jamel Hill. So come on back.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The U.S. economy is growing for the first time this year. GDP grew by 2.6% in the third quarter after the economy had shrunk in the previous two quarters. The growth between July and September was better than expected as economists were looking for an increase of 2.3%. White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain tells MSNBC the president is still trying to bring down prices. He's been out there fighting to bring down the price of gas. It fell all summer. We had a little uh, increase in early October. We're bringing it down again. They're fighting to bring down the cost of prescription drugs. A second railroad union is rejecting a tentative agreement negotiated by railroad managers, union representatives, and members of the Biden administration. The Brotherhood of Railroad Singlemen, representing more than 6,000 workers, announced its members voted down the tentative deal, sending negotiators back to the bargaining table. The Brotherhood of Maintenance and Way employees voted to reject the deal earlier this month. The Biden administration is facing accusations of ordering federal law enforcement agencies to go after parents speaking out at school board meetings. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz is explaining how Republicans will address these accusations on Fox News. Joe Biden has turned the Department of Justice and the FBI and the IRS and the federal government into machinery to target their political enemies. When we have majorities in Congress, we need oversight and we need to stand up and stop this politicized law enforcement. Elon Musk says he's buying Twitter because it is important to the future of civilization. Specifically, he says we must have a common digital town square where many beliefs can be discussed. Musk adding that Twitter will not become a free-for-all. This is USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Last week, President Joe Biden announced that 15 million additional barrels of oil will be released from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, leading the release of 180 million barrels he promised earlier this year. Florida Republican Congressman Greg Stubbe says the oil should only be released in times of emergency, and it's hurting the economy. The decisions that they are making and have made have cut down the domestic production of oil and gas. The Strategic Reserve is at its lowest point since 1984 and contains about 400 million barrels of oil. One country is continuing to flex its military muscle. A Chinese military contractor created a video showing off its new military technology, revealing a robot attack dog that can be dropped into a zone by a drone. The weapon then uses radar to search for targets shooting anything that moves with a Chinese QBB-97 light machine gun. That weapon fires 650 rounds per minute. Lance Pry reporting from the USA Radio News' West Coast News Bureau.
there's a mass exodus from the island nation of Cuba, and they're showing up at our southern border. Experts say they're fleeing a corrupt government that has destroyed the economy. The Powerball jackpot is now up to an estimated $800 million, the second biggest ever. The jackpot was about $700 million for Wednesday night's drawing, but nobody hit all six numbers. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. O'Reilly Auto Parts is here to keep your car on the road with our free loaner tool program. Your local store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Ask our professional parts people about the loaner tool program today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529, get you in and get you heard. Still got a lot of show to go, we're going to speak with J.D. Sharp on the other side, but we'll bring in HBO's David Scott from Real Sports, he'll join us at uh, 11.25, pack time, y'all, right? And then Jamel Hill will join us for her memoir called Uphill, which is uh, brand new, and we'll talk to her at 11.40. The uh, New York Jets, just one year after drafting Kadarius Toney, the wide receiver in the first round, after only 12 games, (laughs) the 20th overall pick in 2021 out of Florida, he's been traded to the Chiefs. And um, he's now going to catch patches, uh, passes from Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs will give up a third and a sixth uh, for this. <clears throat> and, of course, November 1st is the trade deadline. And as I said, I've never seen a trade deadline. I can't remember a trade deadline this with all these players moving around. But, you know, the Eagles went out and got Robert Quinn. And I mentioned McCaffrey to San Francisco. Some other guys are mowing here, there, and there. 
But uh, Tony had been sidelined with a hamstring. We don't even know if he's going to play next, but Kansas City is on a bye. But very multi-purpose guy. Big play rookie as ability. He had a 10-catch, 189-yard breakout against the Cowboys. But then he got thrown out of the game for throwing a punch. So this season, despite almost no wide receivers on that team, Brian Dable doesn't like him. Only four touches in the first two games and then the sideline thing. But remember, no more Tyreek Hill. He got dealt to the Dolphins. So Juju Smith-Schuster and the tall Marquez Valdez-Scantling, they've made contributions. But it's mostly just Travis Kelsey who's the guy. So that's the uh, that's the trade, New York and uh, Kansas City. And you guys say it's a bust for New York. 1-800-878-PLAY. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. we got another hour. Come on back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com That's AgainstTheNumber.com
Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, there you go, Dom. I was waiting for that, and well done. I'm Rick Tittle. Welcome back to our number three. That's basically going to be our lead-in for AgainstTheNumber.com, I guess, because we check in with them peeps at 11, 12 a.m. By the way, coming up in the next segment, David Scott from HBO Real Sports and 11.40, Jamel Hill will join us. She has a new memoir. Controversial, as always. But as I said, it's 11.12. It's time to check in with one of our friends from AgainstTheNumber.com. They are... A highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist specific packages. Their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Joining us once again is our friend J.D. Sharp. And, uh, J.D., I've noticed uh, a lot of the uh, conferences uh, around uh, America, college conferences, they had their uh, media days for uh, Hoop. And it's uh, a lot of people don't even pay attention until March. But it's about time to start talking about college basketball, isn't it? Absolutely. The season starts, I want to say, on November 6th. And I have a pretty... I've been researching a couple of teams. I really like college basketball for what I call long odds futures because let's say that, like, for example, the St. Louis Billikens, they bring back a ton of talent. They got a couple of transfers in. They are 100-1 to to win the NCAA tournament. I'm very confident they're going to make it. But let's say I put down 100 bucks on them. At 100-1, to my upside is 10 grand. I can start, and they make the Sweet 16 or even the Elite 8. I can start using the Martindale system and wagering against them with their opponent related to my upside under those circumstances. And you can do that with really any college basketball team because of the tournament, which has X amount of teams and obviously guarantees a winner. So two teams I've looked at for long odds. Um, I like what St. Louis has. And then I also, Wyoming is bringing back a ton of talent. Pretty much everyone from their team last year, they're 125 to 1. They also got Max Agboncolo from USC was about 6'8", 210, very long, good shooter, great athlete, and another transfer that I, I can't remember his name as of right now, but they've got a ton of talent that they're bringing in. But, you know, this, this is discussed every year. The conversation is Gonzaga is going to win the national championship, and they never do. And they get, they get knocked out either. I mean, they, they came very close two years ago with Suggs, obviously. Last year that was not the case but with Holmgren. But they, they, they have never won a national championship under Mark Few. And this year, I think they actually do do it. And here's why. Uh, generally, they have a ton of talent with their bigs. They've, got, you know, they've had Chet Holmgren. They have Drew Timmy. Uh, they, they had Omar Bala, who was actually transferred to Arizona. But they, they've got Ben Gregg. They, they brought in Efton Reed from LSU. So they, they, have, they have their talent with their bigs this year. But they also have exceptional athleticism and depth at guard. They brought in a guard named Malachi Smith from Tennessee Chattanooga. 
who had about 20 points last year as a freshman. They bring back Nolan Hickman and Hunter Salas. Those are both five stars. Rusty Fulton, who has been, I feel like he's been in college basketball for about six years. He transferred from Iowa State. He's, he was at Gonzaga last year. And they had Andrew Nembhard, who was a great shooter, was great when the game was going well. Not a great defender, not a great driver. They have exceptional and athleticism and depth at guard for the first time, and they still have Anton Watson, who's a power forward, who's kind of a he's kind of a, a Draymond Green style player, and then they have Julian Strother, who is a who's a swing man who is very good at shooting three. So this team goes ten deep. They have talent at guard and athleticism at guard, and they always have what they have at, at center. So I I think that Gonzaga and they're eight to one to win it all this year. Uh, I think Gonzaga will finally get that win this year. It doesn't matter uh, how how deep their conference is, or how or what their style of competition is, or or, or how how talented the teams they're playing. I just think that this team is different from every other Mark Few team, and they are just that good this year because of, of the, the recruiting that he's done, but also the transfers that they're bringing in, and, and that that they've really exploited that that new transfer rule, Rick. You mentioned uh, transfers, uh, the kid going to Arizona, but the Wildcats lost two first-round picks and a second-round pick, and they're in the top ten I've seen from some of the sports books. Do you think maybe Arizona's a little overrated? Yeah, I do. I, I do think Arizona's overrated. I think that uh, Duke had an unbelievably good recruiting class, and, and generally when you have those, those Paolo Bancaro players, who's, who's, he's got like 24 points a game right now you know, in the NBA, but when you have those players, that, they, they come up every three, three to five years. Um, Derek Lively, um, Kyle Filipowski, they're the players that, that Duke added to their team. So I, I think that you need more of that foundational talent, and Duke really doesn't have it outside of like Jeremy Roach. And the same thing kind of applies to Arizona. So I, I, I like the winner of 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 the you know, college basketball championship next year to be a team that has transfers, that has players coming back like a Gonzaga, even like a Wyoming, even like a St. Louis, you know, St. Louis Billikens. Um, and, and I see that with, I see that with St. John's, I see that with Seton Hall. Uh, there's a number of, there's numbers that actually got pretty good um, leveraging the transfer portal. And I, I just don't think that we're going to see that, that Kentucky or that Duke that brought in three to five, five stars that is going to go all the way this year, Rick. I remember years ago I had Brian McBride on my show. One of the times, former USA striker, the only first ever pick by MLS, the only guy to score for us at the World Cup in France in 98. But I asked him because he played uh, for the Billikens. I said, what's a Billiken? And he said, it's whatever the the team we're playing, whatever they hate. That's what we are. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, honestly, that sounds about right. It's pretty good. All right, one more question about college hoops. I remember when uh, Arkansas went pretty deep and they got to the Chase Center out here in the regional and I saw all the hog people uh, walking around, not the fat ones, but wearing the uh, Razorback stuff. Eric Musselman's an NBA coach, speaking of the Warriors, as we know. And, yeah, they lost yeah. some shooters, but they got the number one freshman in the country in Nick Smith. They got Anthony Black, who was, like, in the top dozen as well. It's, uh, it seems like Arkansas might get even better. Maybe they're a little underrated. I would agree. I, I think Arkansas should be a top-five team. Right now, uh, yeah, Nick Smith is one of those. He's one of those guys that's in the mold of Paolo Boncaro, about six five, two twenty. Uh, he shoots extremely well. Without he, he doesn't need someone setting him up. He can, he can create his own shot. He's accurate from three. He's very athletic. He's a good passer. I think they got three players in the top twenty. They brought back some talent as well. So yeah, Arkansas is another one of those teams that I would say has a chance to to, to be a contender this year. But I, I I really do think that. And again. Nobody, nobody trusts those Mark Few teams right now. Nobody trusts that team to go all the way. But this team that they're bringing back, I mean, compared to everyone else, 
this is a team that you should trust because I think that this team has what it takes to win it all. And I think that Mark Few wants that. And I know that Mark Few wants that championship. If it's not Gonzaga, then is it Carolina or Kentucky then? Yeah, Carolina's got a lot. I, I wouldn't say it's Kentucky unless Cason Wallace is, is as good as they say he's going to be as a defender and as a point guard. Uh, Carolina brought back a lot of talent, but I, I think they're actually a little overrated as well. I think that uh, last year the talent was down a little bit and that the talent that a, a lot of teams that, that were tournament teams brought back players that, and North Carolina was really one of the teams last year that they brought back Caleb Love. And really, Caleb Love improved tremendously over the course of that season. I mean, and we, we talk about them a lot. R.J. Davis played really well. Obviously, Armando Baycott. Uh, I, I think there's quite a few teams that just brought back enough talent and brought in transfers and recruited you know, relatively well that Carolina's not going to have that advantage they had last year. There he is, J.D. Sharp from AgainstTheNumber.com. You can go there for all your sports analysis. J.D., good stuff. Thanks for coming by. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline with David Scott of HBO Real Sports. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, 
Your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Always great to uh, catch up with uh, some of the peeps over there at HBO Real Sports. And uh, we have David Scott on the line because he's done a feature on the Drew League, which we always hear about every summer down in uh, South Central. But um, just to take a deeper dive into it, First of all, David, welcome to the show. What was the, the thought behind doing this piece? Well, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, the Drew has been around for a half century now, and um, and it's just gotten, you know, bigger and better. And um, and in particular, over the last uh, over the last 10 years or so, it has, um, it has really been a transformational force, both in the community uh, and in some ways in, in the in the NBA league itself, as players have sort of made this pilgrimage um, to participate. The as it started off, correct me if I'm wrong. It was basically we got to keep these kids out of gangs, give them something to do here, right? That's fair. Um, you know, the Drew was founded in the 1970s, and um, and and in the context of you know the so-called taxpayer revolt in California. Um, Proposition 13, which really gutted mm-hmm. um, resources in, uh, in 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 South Central, and uh, and so you know the Drew you know, became a, a sort of you know organic community response to to that phenomenon, and um, and it combined their you know deep abiding love of uh, of the game of basketball with the need for safe space, particularly for for young people and families. Um, and uh, and so it's not really a program as much as it is a, a kind of community of faith, and that's what it feels like when you're there. It feels like you know a day spent at uh, at church with you know kids running around and people cooking food and music playing. Uh, but instead of the pulpit, the centerpiece is uh, is the hardwood. It's really an amazing phenomenon, and um, and you know if anybody still doubts the ability of uh, of sports to to save lives spend a half a day at the Drew. You know, it's interesting because I remember as a kid, Howard Jarvis with the Prop 13, and on the one hand, I hated it because they were closing our parks and all the things we did at the mm-hmm. park, but then my dad said, 
hey, I, I can afford the house if this passes. I mean, it was, <laughs> as a kid, yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it, 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 it cuts, it cuts both ways depending on, on, on where you live. But, but for, for low income, you know, communities that are already resource um, challenged, um, it had a, a really devastating impact. And, um, and, you know, with all that South Central has endured, over the years, you know, this is this might be the the, the thing that, that has gotten the, the least attention and a, and a, a counting of. Um, um, but um, but the Drew, you know, other programs have come and gone, public ones, private ones, public private ones. Um, but uh, but the Drew has been the one consistent force um, serving families um, in the way that it has for for now a half century, and uh, and really it's all financed by the sweat equity. Of people like Dino Smiley and uh, and the Ware family, a sort of core group of of, uh, of of families that are of the community that start the hard work in January. You know, they don't start this in May um, for 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 the summer league. They start in January, um, and and really, there should be some kind of <laughs> Nobel Prize for people like Dino Smiley who have you know quietly. Uh, consistently been been going about the business of, uh, of of supporting families and saving lives for now a half century in in that community. No, it's pretty awesome. And I I think about these pro ams in the summer, and you know Chet Holmgren. They had that Jamal Crawford crossover, and he's out for the season before the season even begins. Does are there a lot of GMs yeah. and head coaches that are trying to keep their players out of these things? That's a good question. You know, there are some rules. They they can't play before July first. Um, I'm sure everyone who steps on that court is you know is is calculating the the, the benefits and the and the and the risks um, because it is you know full on full on competitive play and, and at quite a high level. Uh, so I wouldn't be at all surprised if um, if there were you know if there weren't uh, NBA franchises that don't love this phenomenon. Um, but uh, but they do see, the league seems to have embraced it. You know they now stream the games, um, and um, uh, and you know I think it's going to be real hard for them to resist the um, the, the desire of, uh, of of players to to play in in that particular uh, pro am league, given what it has, uh, has has come to mean in that community and beyond. Well, you think about what the Lakers mean to that community, uh, and even beyond being a Laker, he's just a, a worldwide celebrity. What was it like getting LeBron down there this summer? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's amazing. We weren't we weren't present for that, but um, but you know, when uh, when you ask uh, people to talk about it, and and everybody in our story talks about this moment, this like sort of crowning achievement for the for the league when. You know the likes of uh, LeBron came, and and this is the second time, really. You know we, you know our format is is, is limited by by time, but so we just told the story of of how the NBA lockout in 2011, you know, generated this um, this uh, sort of secondary boost for for the Drew, but in fact um, there have been you know two times in recent history where NBA players have have saved the league. Um, First in uh, in you know during the lockout in 2011, and then after COVID, you know 2020 was the only year in the last 50 years that the Drew couldn't operate, and that was a huge blow to the community. Not to have the Drew and its safe harbor during the summer of 2020, 
And then 2021, they couldn't play in their own in their own um, in their own gym, so it wasn't the same. And and you know, a lot of people were wondered whether it could come back. And so this year, when we saw when we saw LeBron James and 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 others on the pilgrimage to the Drew, it really also just you know gave the whole league a shot in the arm, the, the attention that it needs um, to to keep going and. Uh, and and you know and now what uh, what I think um, you know everybody is hoping for is that there'll be you know some more permanent um, way to finance it um, that doesn't rely on the you know frankly generous hearts of uh, of of this core group of family that's uh, that's kept it going um, you know now it's a thing of value of market value and and people like Baron Davis are you know they make the point that. Um, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't have to rely on 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 the goodwill of anyone because it's actually, you know, capable of generating economic activity. Um, but the Drew League people, you know, they're committed to making it um, cost free for the community and um, and and a place that uh, that welcomes all. And uh, and man, we we just had such a great experience being in that, uh, as I say, community of fellowship and um, you know, watching the games and. Just watching those families enjoy the, the, you know, the safety and 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 you know, in some ways, the, you know, the the, the serenity of uh, of of being in uh, being in the the Drew League bubble. Last question for you. We just have about a minute or two. Tell me more about the Smiley family. How they've just sort of taken this all on. I mean, because they're locals and they are putting their whole like blood, sweat, and tears into this. Yep. Yep. You're you're right. Uh, Dino Smiley actually took the league over from from the original founder 40 years ago. Um, his wife runs the concession stand along with uh, Lady Ware, Casper Ware's um, wife. His daughter is the CEO and does a lot of the, the business and administration. His son runs the merch stand. <laughs> you know, it's truly and and it's truly a, a family enterprise and uh, and and devotion for. Uh, for them, and um, you know, and and so, so at 2000, 2011, Dino Smiley thought he was done. He just, you know, could no longer muster the resources and the and the time. You know, there's a guy who's working a full time job, raising a family, and uh, and has been shouldering the burden all all those years. And uh, and but for the, you know, but for the lockout and uh, and this pilgrimage of NBA players um, to, to to support the program. It might have ended there, um, but after um, you know, after you see uh, LeBron come through and Kobe comes through, and you know, Demar Derozan, James Harden, uh, Baron Davis, the hometown heroes of the of the Drew League. After all that happens, there's no way Dino Smiley is walking away, and um, and so you know, I think next this year, 2023, will mark. A half century of uh, of continuous Drew League in that community, and it's really a it's really a very special thing. There he is, David Scott of HBO Real Sports. This is the uh, episode that just came out a couple of days ago, so see it right now. I mean, he does his segment on the Drew League. David, thanks for your time, and uh, appreciate you coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having us on. Appreciate it. All right, uh, no doubt, and. Um, yeah, these. Uh, I'm telling you, with that, uh, I guess it's been about five years that Jamal Crawford has his uh, Craws over thing. He does that in Seattle every year, 
Well, LeBron did the Drew, and he did that as well. But I'm telling you, when Chet Holmgren got hurt, and, uh, you know, it's Oklahoma City, which I'm not trying to say that that doesn't matter, but if he was like a Nick or a Laker, they probably would be shutting down <laughs> the whole thing right now. But uh, it's just one of those things. Like, if you play sports, you might get hurt at, uh, at any point. But, um, yeah, HBO Sports, HBO Max, uh, check out uh, Real Sports with Bryant Gumble as always. When we come back, Jamel Hill will join us right here on Sports Violin. have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide 800-514-0521 800-514-0521 that's 800-514-0521 has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 800-788-1495 
That's 800-788-1495. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined by journalist Jamel Hill. She has a brand new book available from Holt Publishing called Uphill. It is her memoir. Jamel, welcome to the show. When did the, did the, did the decision happen where you're like, I need to write a memoir? Or did people say, come on, write that memoir? Where are you at? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't choose the memoir. The memoir chose me. <laughs> so, um, essentially, it was uh, people um, putting the pressure on me to to write one, just because there was a lot of interest in the publishing world, and um, I had to cave to that pressure because the the market decided. But it it was not on my vision board to write a memoir. So, did you write it piecemeal when you had time, or did you go to a shack in the woods? <laughs> You know, the shack in the woods was always how I envisioned a, the book writing process, but <laughs> truthfully, the way I started it was pretty undisciplined, is that, you know, I think as a journalist, you're used to writing according to a deadline, and when that deadline is much further off than you're used to dealing with writer de- deadlines, you wind up sort of writing um, when you feel like it, as opposed to putting yourself on a schedule. And what changed that up for me is another author, uh, the great Walter Mosley, I had to interview him for my uh, podcast, Jamel Hill is Unbothered, and he gave me some great advice. He told me, uh, writing is a discipline, put yourself on a schedule, because he has written, I mean, so many books. And I just wondered how, what was the secret to him being so prolific? And he said it's because no matter what, no matter where he is in the world, for at least two hours every day, he writes. And uh, I did the same thing. I just put myself on the schedule, dedicated a couple hours per day. I took a leave of absence from writing for the Atlantic because I didn't want to be writing somewhere else or have to worry about writing somewhere else. So I was writing this, mm-hmm. and I got it done. What's it like, too, when you're at ESPN and, and, and basically they're telling you you're going to be a bigger star than you are now? You might even be the number one person on this whole network if you kind of do what you're told or keep your mouth shut? What was it about it? I mean, is, was it a, the kind of thing where it's like, look, don't talk about that, don't bring that up? And is, is that the thing that really got under your skin? It's like, look, I have to be me? Well, um, I wish my recruiting process that ESPN was like that. It was it was not. Uh, they, you know, I was brought in by one person, a former executive named Keith Cleanscales, who was looking for someone to fill a column writing um, slot that was open because Skip Bayless was going to be de- dedicating himself full-time 
to Cold Pizza, which, of course, as you know, eventually became First Take. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Keith was somebody who really believed in me. Uh, but my editor-in-chief at the time did not, and um, it took some serious convincing on Keith's part and the fact that, frankly, Keith had a bigger title, and that's how long up at ESPN. And, um, you know, as I obviously uh, made more of a name for myself, uh, even then, I mean, ESPN is a very competitive place. There's a lot of people in there fighting for real estate all the time. So you have to... I almost wait for the perfect storm, and that's what happened. Um, when Mike and I got our TV show in 2013, um, or I should say really in 2014, when they changed the name of it to Hitter, I went it when it was Numbers Never Lie. Um, you know, I kind of won the world of attrition. Yeah, I was somebody who filled me in none of the shows, but I can't say any executive there came to me and said, you're going to be a huge star. There was one. I, I take that back. There was one. Dan and John Walsh, who I write about in the book, and I interviewed, he was one of my round of interviews when I first was brought to campus um, to interview for the job, and he told me that, um, but nobody else did. And so I say all that to, to say is that sometimes you wake things out. You know, there was a couple of departures, some things shifted, and then finally Mike and I had a TV show, even though we had been um, asking and telling people that we really thought we had something special um, you know, that would make us one of the kind of special pairs that ESPN was becoming known for. Mike and Tony, uh, Stephen and Skip, you know, we thought we were, you know, just as good, if not better. And so um, it, it, it took some convincing and it took us put a, putting ourselves in the right positions. But, you know, once we they saw it was successful, I think that is sort of when they understood why we were so adamant about what we had. But, you know, once we kind of got to a certain point in terms of things you could or couldn't say, like nobody from the ESPN C-suite um, ever came to me and said, hey, don't say this or that. I mean, other outside of the normal bar- broadcast things that you know not to say, cursing, that kind of stuff. But nobody did that. However, I think with certain topics, what's understood need not be said. And so um, given that at the time uh, when I was on air, at least for a few years, ESPN was really caught in the crosshairs because they were being labeled by, I think, frankly, chaos agents who were trying to make their name off of criticizing ESPN. They were being called too liberal and too political. And, you know, it was one of the rare times in ESPN's history that they were actually seen as kind of polarizing. And so because of that, um, them trying to go out of their way to disprove a false narrative, I think they became a little you know, a, a little more shy and reserved about what they wanted or how they wanted to discuss certain topics that were more thorny than others. Yeah, a couple more questions for Jamel Hill. Her new memoir, Uphill, is available from Holt Publishing. I remember when I had comedian Tom Green in studio and he was telling a funny story about how when he was on Celebrity Apprentice that Trump screamed and yelled at him and fired him for drinking with Dennis Rodman that's a funny story, but what's it like when the President of the United States and the White House uh, press secretary and everyone else are publicly calling for you to be fired? I mean, that's not fun. Uh, no, it definitely isn't, and it definitely puts a kind of um, target on your back because, as you know, uh, because of his persona, and uh, he's built this cult-like following, and so he, whenever he utter someone's name, especially someone who has criticized them, 
then you're going to get an avalanche, a serious avalanche of people who begin to attack you, threaten you, issue death threats, all of which I went through, call you racial slurs, all sorts of things. So it's about the feelings he evokes in other people that makes it quite dangerous when he does that, particularly if they're just for really petty or silly reasons. And so, you know, to have to be up under that cloud, um, even now, I mean, it wasn't as intense as it was in 2017, but, you know, Trump supporters come at me all the time. Mm. And it's, you know, it's unfortunate because I think that kind of animosity and really um, anger has become really, is really infected our political landscape. And so... Uh, it was just unfortunate that I had to deal with it at the level and volume that I did. Um, I had Bill Maher on, on this show a couple months ago, and I was telling him when I was growing up, like in college, Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan would go out it on the hill, and then they would go have drinks because at the end of the day, we're all Americans. We disagree politically, whatever. And it's I, I can't imagine that now, that the tribalism, and if you're on the other side, uh, everything you say is garbage. I mean, are we ever going to get back to uh, having conversations with each other? I think we can, but we just have to be very clear about where that where that anger is coming from and why and how it got here. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a time where at least political decorum was was really uh, something that people believed in. But both sides don't don't believe in that, and you have one side that is way more vicious, I think, than the other. Um, that's not to say that you know certainly Democrats are completely blameless and totally innocent, but it is to say that the majority of the uh, of the political toxicity is purely on one side of this, and I think they've seen how it appeals to people. Like they wouldn't do it if there was no skin in the game, if there was no response to it. But there is a response. It does fire people up. It does get people to donate more. Um, I don't know when, and, you know, Donald Trump is really a big part of this, um, because he, the way that he talks and the language he sometimes uses, um, and there's this machismo that's in politics now that I, I don't remember quite being this bad. And so now all the politicians, they're kind of copying each other and saying, like, the tougher I talk, the meaner I am the more people will like and respect me and be drawn to me. And unfortunately, it's proven to work. Like, they would not do it if it didn't work. So I think while what they're doing is really undermining um, our ability to have proper governance, we have to look at ourselves and ask, why does that appeal to the American voting body? Very interesting. I want to ask too before I let you go. Your uh, upbringing, and I and I know you've uh, done some shows with with your mom. It, it wasn't a silver spoon trust fund upbringing, was it? Uh, uh, no, not even close. <laughs> I mean, my mother, as I um, write about in my memoir, you know, my mother she never made more than eighteen thousand dollars a year, and um, you know that's below the poverty line, or or a little bit above it. I'd say somewhere between that and, and working class. And, uh, you know, growing up, we were on and off welfare, and um, she had some addiction issues that I talked about quite candidly. And, um, you know, I, I think it was important to let people know this part of my life existed because I guess when you get to a certain platform, people tend to think you were born there and grew up there on that platform, and that's, that's not how my life was. Last question for you. 
you know, in college, you can either, you know, drink and not go to class or you can learn and grow. So what happened for you in East Lansing with MSU? Well, um, it's a reason why in my bio I say I was raised in Detroit and grew up at Michigan State. Um, you know, I, I listen. I don't want to paint it like I was some kind of square in college. I was, I was getting my party on too, but um, I also had a, 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 deep, a much bigger purpose um, and a lot of drive. So I wrote for a college newspaper. I had multiple internships in the summer when I was at in college. Uh, because journalism, sports journalism specifically, was the only thing that I've ever wanted to do. And it was the only thing I was good at. And, uh, you know, I just couldn't rest until I felt like I fulfilled my uh, purpose and fulfilled my dream. Well, I don't want to jinx this, but I think this is going to be a huge hit and a bestseller. It's called Uphill, the memoir from our guest, Jamel Hill, available from Holt Publishing. Jamel, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. look forward to speaking with you again. And by the way, that's not jinxing it. That's called putting it in the universe and letting it <laughs> marinate. So, yes, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? 
How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 To me it's like a mountain A vast bowl of pus beats his servants i don't have servants i'm nice to him except for the bare knuckle boxing uh kurt warner chimed in he called the show rick no it was an interview with people magazine and they asked him about aaron Rodgers and tom brady kurt warner said quote i think both of those guys look like they're exhausted it's okay to go you know what it's not how it used to be I may not be one who I used to be, or it's just too hard overall to get everybody up to the standard. Maybe it's time to walk away. Hmm. He continues. Another reason why those last couple of years I was doing more and more and more because I felt like there was more expected of me or there was more I needed to do for us to be successful and started to take more and more away from my family and my time. And again, me physically and me being able to take the time and effort that I wanted because my mind was always on the other things. So all of that really just kind of played into why I made that decision. But it's hard. Yes. So he thinks they should both retire. Well, Brady did retire for 40 days and 40 nights. In fact, that was the guy I had at the beginning of the show. 40 questions for you. Dr. Uh, Yeager. Tom Brady is 45 years old right now. They're three and four. This is the thing about Tom Brady. He's going to come back. He's going to win 10 out of the next 11, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. Remember when everybody thought Brady was done? That's what it's going to be. Rodgers is 38. He's also on a uh, three and four team. This is the first time in 18 NFL seasons that Aaron Rodgers has a losing record after seven weeks. Damn. I know. Kurt Warner, though, says it's not being defeated. It's just saying that you can't do it anymore, and I think the stuff outweighs the joys of the game, and that's happening for those two guys, and I feel bad for them. Don't feel bad for them. They're laughing all the way to the bank. I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in uh, and a good show today. We'll try to do it again tomorrow at 9.
I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.